You're listening to episode one of The Passenger, a Pentheus original podcast, available where all your favorite podcasts are found. Police say it's still unclear what happened two nights ago at the hydroelectric power plant, but as you can see behind me, they have sealed off the entire dam and are now treating it as a homicide scene. So far, the incident appears to be isolated as there is only one victim inside. Hang on. Right here. Watch this. As co-workers gather behind me here at a makeshift memorial set up for the victim who has been identified as John Garson. Mr. Garson was not only the director of operations for the dam, but also a prominent member of the Elko community, responsible for So what do you think? I think you're the youngest person in the world who still watches the local news. I'm serious, Rick. This is important. And I only watch it while I'm eating lunch. Okay. Okay. Sorry. Now, tell me what I'm supposed to be looking at again. A guy was murdered at a dam? No, not that. I mean, that might be important. But look right there. In the back of the crowd. See him? The guy behind the security guard? See? I... See a guy? Right here, look. Does he look familiar? Like my dad, maybe? Yara, that's not... You know, it can't be. I get that it looks like him, but... Your dad's been gone, what, like, ten years? He's not going to just reappear in the background of a news report. You know that, right? No, Rick. I don't know that because that's him. I know it is. I'd start at the beginning, but it's hard to know exactly when or even where that is. So, I'll start here. My name's Yara Blackwell. I grew up and currently reside in a small suburb outside of Buffalo, New York. Two days ago, I saw my father standing in a crowd of people on the news. Normally, recognizing someone on the news might not seem like a big deal, but when it's your dad that went missing in 2003, it is. I was a teenager when it happened, my dad staying overnight at work or going out of town more and more until eventually he was just gone. I don't remember it clearly, but I do, however, remember the day he was declared dead. It was 2010, and I was in college. I didn't take it well, and a few months later, I kind of had a breakdown and dropped out of college. It took some years and a lot of therapy, but eventually I moved on, grew up, and tried to put it all behind me. That is, until I saw that news broadcast. As co-workers gather behind me here at a makeshift memorial. It's a little crazy to think that I had to be watching the right channel, on the right day, at the right time to see it. Maybe that's what fate is. I don't know. Even stranger was that it wasn't even a local news broadcast. It was a segment from a small town called Elko, about an hour and a half south of where I live. Elko. The name sounds so familiar. Set up for the victim who has been identified as John Garson. After seeing the news segment, I asked my best friend Rick to come over. 
We grew up together, so he knows all about my dad. If I'm being honest, it doesn't take much for me to jump to conclusions. So I needed someone a little more objective to view the footage. And Rick is... Well, realistic is a nice way to put it. <laughs> what? Uh, nothing. Keep going. Also, Rick has a lot of recording equipment. He's actually recording me right now. <laughs> you don't have to say who's recording you. I want to say it because I want you to be in it. Yeah, but we don't even know what this is yet. But you're interested, right? I'm concerned. Good. So, what now? Uh, let's go back to when you showed me the newscast and work our way forward. Yara. I know what you're going to say, but tell me that that doesn't look like my dad. Yes. Looks like how I remember your dad looking. That's not the point here. What's the point then? I'm worried this might be one of those things that- Sends me down a black hole of despair that plummets into a deep depression from which there is no escape. Not exactly how I would have phrased it, but yeah. That's why you're here. Yara, that's not my- Look, I love you and all, but I don't- Don't what? I don't think this is a good idea. Please? This is really important to me. Plus, isn't this what you do? You make podcasts. Who knows? It might be more interesting than talking to geologists about soil erosion. Are you trying to say that talking to geologists about soil erosion is not interesting? Maybe. Okay. I'll help on one condition. Name it. If I think this starts affecting you negatively, and I mean in any way at all, even a skinned knee, we're pulling the plug. Got it? Got it. Promise me. Alright, fine. Double pinky promise. Okay, so... If we are investigating this, we don't exactly have a lot to go on. So you're in? No. I'm thinking about being in. Say, hypothetically, this man is your dad. Why would he be there? What's he doing? Where has he been all these years? There's no good way or place to figure out any of those answers. That's where you're wrong. Hello? Hey, Mom. Yara, hi, how are you? Before we get to that, I'd like to take a moment to tell you what I remember about my father. There's a lot to tell, but for the sake of time, I'll narrow it down to this. He was, for lack of a better term, my hero. He was always there for me. Never missed a school play or softball game or anything. And for most of my childhood, that's how it was. Until I was around 10 or 11. That's when my father started staying late at his job, which as far as I can remember, was at an aerospace company. That's when he stopped showing up to school events and family functions. He stopped shaving, stopped sleeping. In general, he just kind of went crazy. Then, 
One day, he didn't come home. I never saw him again. Later, when my mom called and told me he'd been declared legally dead, well, let's just say I didn't deal with it well. That's probably why Rick is being so overprotective about all of this. So I just speak into this thing like this? Uh, uh, no, Mrs. Blackwell, that's too close. Just talk normally. This is for the radio? No, we're just recording. It's for a podcast. Oh, I love those. Have you heard the one about the song that was written by that guy who it turns out might not have written that song all along? Mom, can you just focus? I am focused. You haven't asked me any questions yet. Yara, are you going to stick with this podcast or is it like the time you tried knitting? Or oboe? Or oh, what was the swim one? This goes on for a while. My mom's a bit chatty, so we'll just cut to the good part. <laughs> I, don't, I don't need to see the photos. I, I was there, remember? You were. Mom, we came here to ask you some questions. Okay. About Dad. What is there to ask? Do you remember when he started to, you know, change? Like... When did he start working overnight? And oh, that was a long time ago. Why don't we talk about something else? Mom, please. I just don't know what you mean by change. When did he start acting differently? I don't know. Malcolm... Malcolm's my father's name. Malcolm Patrick Blackwell. He changed a couple of times, I guess. What do you mean, a couple of times? Well... He was working really hard on something and staying late at work. He was excited about it, but he couldn't tell me much with all those contracts they make you sign. Then he got fired and things really took a, a bad turn. Wait, he was fired? Why? I don't know, Yara. Why are we doing this? Mom, I wouldn't be asking you if this wasn't important. He was fired for stealing things. What, like office supplies? No. They said he violated some clause in his contract. So I guess it was more like stealing information. I, I don't know. All those companies he worked for were always very secretive and worried about protecting their ideas. He could only ever talk vaguely with me about what he was working on. Did the aerospace company he worked for tell you that? I asked because, no offense, but it doesn't seem like something you and Dad would ever talk about. I didn't know anything about it until after he went missing. So I think the police actually told me all of that. Uh, what was the name of the company Dad worked for? I, I don't remember. I, they changed it when the company merged and they became primarily, uh, what do you call it? Like, when they only work for the government now. Government contractor. Mm, no, but that's close enough, I guess. Mom, just a few more. Yara, I know this is important to you, but I have a lot of errands to run today, and I just can't be sitting here. Wait, Mom, don't go. What? I don't know why you're doing this. You're right. I'm sorry, but look, I have something to show you. Rick and I showed my mom the newscast. The picture wasn't great on Rick's cell phone, but it still had a huge impact on my mom. After watching it, she seems strangely relieved. As if she had been keeping a secret for way too long, and now that it was out, she was free of it. 
that's from Elko? By the dam? Yeah. Elko, New York. Well, maybe there were a few things I left out when you were younger. What do you mean? He did go missing. Eventually. He just didn't go missing exactly when you think he did. What are you talking about? When did he go missing? I kicked him out of the house, our house, a few months before he really disappeared. Why didn't you tell me? Because I didn't think it made a difference. He was acting irrational, obsessed, paranoid. Whatever happened to him would have happened anyway. I know that now. But back then, I thought that if I kicked him out, he would come to his senses. But he... That isn't what happened. God, he was so obsessed. With what? Maps. Geography. But specifically, certain geographical locations that he called potential sites. The closest one was a few hours down south. Why Elko? I'm not sure. But I know it was before they built a dam there. Your father, he bought a house down there for cheap. Actually, that's what we were arguing about when I kicked him out. He didn't even tell me he had bought it. I found out by seeing the bank statements. I was so angry at him. It's not your fault, Mom. Do you remember anything else about the Elko house? Only that it was going to be flooded by the dam. I mean, Malcolm knew that before he bought the house, but he did it anyway. Then dug in and started trying to stop the dam from being built. I think he even got a lawyer and everything. Then he went missing? Like, for real missing? Yeah. I went over a few times to drop his mail off and... Okay, maybe I was hoping I could talk some sense into him. Eventually, I noticed the mail was piling up, and I called the police to file a missing persons report. Not that it helped much. You never told me about any of that. You were young. I didn't want to put more on you. It didn't seem to matter that much. You know, sometimes I dream that he's in that house under the lake right now. <laughs> Stupid. But yeah, that's Dad's house flooded in old Elko. The new Elko isn't the original town, you know. They moved most of the buildings to higher ground before they flooded it. But not Dad's house. Nope. Not Dad's house. My mom's not the type of person to keep secrets. If anything, I always thought of her as a bit of a gossip. But I guess it's different when it's your family, your husband, your life that's falling apart. She never lied to me, really. She just left a few things out. Little things. Things I can't help but think that are adding up to... something. What's it all mean? My father fired from a secretive aerospace company for stealing information. His strange house in the old flooded Elko, the newscast with him in the background in the new Elko, it all feels too precise to be a coincidence. Wow. Yeah, that was, uh... Not what I expected. You okay? Yeah, it's just... I haven't really talked to my mom about my dad in a long time. 
do you still feel the same way about recording this? Yeah. But I have to admit, I'm feeling a bit exposed. It's not in a bad way, just out there. Like a rock whose bottom is covered in moss getting flipped over. What? I thought you'd like that analogy. Are you trying to change the subject? Yes. What's that podcast you do called? Yara. I just know you're good at podcast titles. Is that what this is now? A podcast? I think so. I just want you to understand that once you decide to put your personal life into the world like this, there's no putting the genie back in the bottle. It can be a lot sometimes. I know. It's still something I have to do. Okay. But we're going to need some help. Like a private investigator? No. Well, maybe. But for now, we need a producer. That's her. In the garage? Yeah. Come on, I'll introduce you. Ellie! Ellie! Rick? Hey, hang on, I just need to get out of this drum. Hi, who's this? You didn't say you were bringing anyone over. This is my friend Yara. Hi. What's up? Ellie does all the sound mixing and generally helps me make the Sedentary Sciences podcast. That's what it's called. Yeah, and I also book the guests, help with research, and all sorts of other things. I know. You do most of the work. And you get all the credit. So, I'm guessing you need me for something, because why else would you be recording me? You're right. We need your help. Personal or professional? Both. She's joking. It's her defense mechanism. Complicated. I like complicated. Alright, come inside. Show me what you got. Welcome to the abode. Sorry about the mess. We've been spring cleaning for the last two or three... Uh, years. How many goldfish do you have? Sixty. More if you count the ones buried in the backyard. Natural causes. Do you collect them? No. My girlfriend Laura runs a goldfish rescue on top of being a nurse. It's kind of taken over our lives, but I don't mind as long as she follows one rule. Don't feed them after midnight? <laughs> no. No fish in my studio. Wow, it's like the Matrix. Nothing too fancy, really. Built most of it myself, though, so maybe it is kind of fancy. Whatever you do, Yara, don't touch anything unless you want to lose a hand. Uh, there's another chair over there, and you can show me what you've got while we switch over to these mics. It'll sound better than that hand recorder. We played the newscast and the interview with my mom for Ellie. She didn't really seem interested in any of it until my mom mentioned the aerospace company my dad was fired from, the one we couldn't remember the name of. After that, Ellie immediately began searching the internet, looking for something she knew was hidden in her brain, something she had heard of before. Sunbridge Aerospace. How do you know? Well, there aren't a lot of high-tech aerospace companies out here in the boonies. Most of them are down in the city. I edited a radio story on them when I worked for the public radio before it got sold off to the Corporate billionaire scum sucking. Ah, beside the point. Anyway, I'll pull up their website. Okay, that's odd. What? Nothing's coming up. They definitely had a website. Who doesn't have a website? What's that mean? It means they deleted the site, like, entirely. My mom mentioned that they changed names and merged with the government. <laughs> Nobody just merges with the government. Even if they did, they'd still keep the domain name, if nothing else, to stop people from turning it into porn. Rick, could you do a search on my newspaper's account? I think I'm signed in on that desktop over there. On it. I'll dig into Time Capsule, see if we can't get a 
screenshot of the old website's main page? Is this hacking? Are we hacking? <laughs> well, that's adorable. But no, this isn't hacking. I actually pay for a monthly subscription for these. Basically, it takes pictures of websites from the past, like screenshots. Okay, here we go. Look at this. It's a time shot of their old website. It's very... 90s. Hmm. Read this part. Out loud, Oh, Yara. uh, okay. Well, it says, Sunbridge Aerospace, uh, blah, 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 specializing in advanced research in the cutting edge of propulsion, aerospace, and physics manipulation. What the hell is physics manipulation? Corporate business jargon? It's all pseudo-intellectual sounding bull. Hey, what's this a picture of? It looks like a particle accelerator, maybe? But not a very big one, though. Most of the big colleges have something like this, but this one looks, I don't know, different? Does it say anything else? Uh, no. It's just a picture and the time capsule doesn't go past the main page. <laughs> Although the caption does say, New Frontiers in Physics. That's weird, right? Not really. If anything, it's incredibly vague. Hey! I found an article. Mm, what you got? Article from 03. Yara, when did your dad go missing? Yeah, 2003. Okay, listen to this. From the local news section of the Elko Gazette, yada yada yada, local man Malcolm Blackwell had been the most vocal opponent of the Elko Dam project. Mr. Blackwell spoke fervently at the public meeting saying, this is a special place, an important place, and we can't let the town council flood it because some government agency sent a grant. And the long-term effects are impossible to determine. Was your dad an environmentalist? Not that I remember. The article keeps going. Uh, when contacted by the Gazelle for comment, lead engineer John Garson responded, Every courtesy, every courtesy has been extended to Mr. Blackwell in an effort to resolve the dispute. Unfortunately, Mr. Blackwell, who has several citations for excessive and dangerous yard waste, as well as noise complaints. Wait, what's the other guy's name again? Uh, John Garson, lead engineer. Hang on, Ellie, can you go back to the newscast on your computer? Yeah, here we go. Police say it's still unclear what happened two nights ago at the hydroelectric power plant. You A little see. past this? There. At a makeshift memorial set up for the victim who has been identified as John Garson. So the guy who was murdered is the same guy your dad was fighting with over the dam being built? Yeah, but that was a long time ago. Here's another weird thing. This article is only on Time Capsule. When you search the keywords on their active website, the article doesn't come up. Look, there are even other articles from the same day's paper archive, just not this one. I don't see how all this fits together. Yara, I mean... Your dad had a problem with this guy, and now he's murdered. Then someone who looks just like your dad returns to the scene of the crime? Like, you don't think... I mean, maybe if your dad is still around, could he have something to do with this guy's death? No. I don't care how crazy or obsessed or whatever he became. My dad wasn't... He would never hurt anybody like that. I found something else here. A small article. 
master's graduation class thing with students' names and pictures. Here, check this out. Tell us what we're looking at, Yara. It's a graduation picture of my dad. He looks... young. Handsome. He looks happy. Should we stop for a while? No. Let's keep looking. Okay, we can do a reverse image search to start. We kept digging, scouring the internet for tiny pieces of information about my dad. Things I should have known but never bothered to ask. Where he went to high school or, or why he spent time overseas as a child. Honestly, it was all a little tough to take in. Here were pictures, stories, little snippets about my dad that I had never seen before. And after pouring through it all, I was left with more questions than answers. But that wasn't the worst part. Doing all this made me realize just how much I missed him. Not this guy on the news or the erratic person my mom described, but my real dad. The one from my memories. The goofy guy who used to lift me up above his head and swing me around when I was a kid. Thinking about him made me feel lonely. And as uncomfortable as having this dressed up was, I was really thankful Rick and Ellie were there with me. So what's our next move? We could contact the Elko news station or maybe try and find someone who worked at a, what was that place called? Sunbridge Aerospace. Yeah, we could try to find someone else who worked there. My mom did say something about a lawyer. Or, and I'm sorry for bringing this up, Yara, but the article said your dad was something of a town nuisance, right? Maybe someone remembers him from back then. Either one sounds like a good place to start. Yara, it's your show. What do you think? Well, maybe start with the news station. I mean, that news report is what started this. Would they know much more than what was actually in the broadcast? Well, they might have some more footage. Plus, he was so vocal about the dam the first time around, maybe someone at the station remembers him. So, we're kind of going with your idea. Rick, be happy. Yeah, Rick. Let's call him. You guys think we're going to call up a news reporter, and they're just going to tell us everything they know about the guy? They will if I use my patented, Hi, we're best friends, remember? Voice. WBMC Elko. Hey! Uh, hi? Oh, I'm doing great, thanks. And so far, the accident hasn't slowed me down one bit. Anyway, can you patch me through to... Gasler. First name! Diane. Diane! <gasps> Diane wanted some R&D, and wow, she is not going to believe who did the thing with the candlestick in the library this time! Whatever. I'm just an intern. Hang on, I'll patch you through. This is ridiculous. Diane Gassler. Diane! It's Ellie. It's been so long. Anyway, I had a question about- I don't know an L. Okay, I'm gonna level with you, Mrs. Gassler. I'm doing a- Ms. What? Ms. I'm not married. Technically. Ms. Gassler. Uh, I'm doing a podcast, and I was calling because I have a few questions about a recent report you did about a murder at the dam. Slow down. What's this for again? A 
podcast, maybe. Jesus, you true crime people are fast. I suppose I should start looking for a job now before you put us old school reporters out of business. I'm not trying to- The cops told me not to release the details. I understand that, but if- It's a serial killer. What? A serial killer. Three victims, all diced up. Uh, okay. I'm not sure why I had it in my head that this was a home invasion kind of thing. You thought some guy getting killed at a dam was a home invasion kind of thing. Admittedly, I didn't watch the whole broadcast. Well, if you would have, then you would know that the local cops have never seen anything like it. What do you mean? I mean, whatever the hell went down there was fucked up. Like body parts scattered around the woods fucked up. Jesus. Yeah, and when I pulled up to the scene, the lead detective was puking his guts out in the bushes. Can I ask you another question? Sure, but make it quick. My Mai Tai needs a refill. When you were standing at the dam reporting on the murder, did you happen to notice anything different or off about any of the people behind you? I only asked because my friend's dad has been missing for years and she thinks she recognized him in the crowd. Honey, anyone who stands in the background of a news broadcast is a little off. I mean, who does that? It's stupid. So that's a no. <sighs> Here's what I can do. I'll tell my camera guy to gather up all the footage from that day and email it to you. Will that shut you up? Maybe. Great. Toodaloo now. Wow. She was amazing. I hope I'm just like her when I'm older. You're kind of like her now. Yara, don't you think she sounded... <laughs> hey, are you okay? No. I don't know exactly why I had started to cry at that moment. There was something about that reporter talking about the murder, or maybe it was the interview with my mom that I had not processed yet. I don't know. But I had hit a wall. In my defense, it had been a really, really long day. Can I get you something, Yara? No. Do you want to stop? I... I just want to go home for a little while. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. That's... yeah, I understand. It's a lot to take in. Elle, can you stop the- Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rick drove me home. We didn't really talk much in the car. There was this heaviness in the air, a foreboding feeling, as if we had just kicked a dormant hornet's nest and at any moment, the little bastards were going to fly and sting us. As Rick dropped me off, we planned to get some rest and meet the next day to go over what we had. But that plan fell through because later that night, something happened. Hello? Who's there? The door is still locked, but I swear I heard someone. I'm going to look outside the hall. Hello? I don't know what- I'm going to call Rick. I just need to turn this off. You're... Hey, I know it's late. What time is it? Oh, it's not late. It's early. Everything okay? I don't know. I think I just had a nightmare, but 
Brick, it was scary. And I... Okay. Hang on. What are you doing? Getting dressed. Why? I'm coming over. Is recording this on hand recorder okay? Yeah. Okay. Can you tell us what happened? From the time you dropped me off? Well, you dropped me off. I went to bed, tossed and turned, but eventually fell asleep, and I woke up. I mean, I guess I dreamt that I heard someone talking to me, except they were, like, really far away or something. Bed felt weird, like it was floating, but not in the air, like it was floating in water. In your dream? Yes, but it felt like I was awake. I don't remember waking up, if that makes sense. Okay. Well, what's this? You recorded something. Yeah, I was recording on my phone because I thought someone was in my apartment, but they weren't, so I opened the front door and I heard this. Can you turn it up? It's on the recorder, so maybe it wasn't a dream. Your hallway out there is like a wind tunnel. It was making crazy sounds. It wasn't the wind, Rick. We have text. A group text from Ellie. Wow, I can't believe she's up. She's always up. Oh my god, she found- The deed to your dad's house? She said it has his address. Yara. I know what you're going to say, but if you're really worried about how this will affect me, then just know that it's going to mess me up more if we stop now. Trust me. I know. It's just... Okay. <sighs> what do you want to do then? Is that Ellie's van? Yeah, she calls it the Van Gogh, but most of the time it stays broken down behind her house. That's reassuring. Yo, hop in. We're going on a road trip. Our destination, Alco, New York. According to maps, it's about an hour and a half away, down back roads. It's a town just like hundreds of others across the Northeast, slow economic decline, a main street where half the shops have four rent signs in the window, opioids and a few houses clinging to whatever's left, hoping against all odds that one day it'll all go back to the way it used to be. So, the good news is... Can we turn it down? What? There. Now, what did you say? I said the good news is that we have an address. The bad news is that the address is worthless because it's under the lake. Can we get close to where it used to be? Not without accurate coordinates. How do we get those? No idea. But I was thinking we could go to the Elko Library. Would they have something like that? They might have maps of the old Elko Civic maps, local town records, layouts of the town before it was flooded, and if they do... We can guesstimate where my dad's house was. Maybe. So that's where we're going first. That's what I was thinking. Yara? Sounds like a plan to me. Okay, I'll hammer down then. Hey, what about what I think? I think we should go there too! In case anyone was wondering... This is it. Guess so. It's tiny. 
It's a small town. Walking into the Elko Library and... Wow, it's really big inside. Hi, can I... Oh, um, are you recording something? Do you have to do that here? Yeah, we're doing a podcast. Is it about the dam? I won't talk about that. More just research, really. About what? It's for college credits. This is Harriet Weber. She's the town librarian. For some weird reason, I immediately don't trust her. You you seem a bit old for college credits. Sedentary sciences. Geology. That kind of stuff. Sedentary sciences. Can't say I know too much about that, but, um, our science section is in the back right of the building. Yeah, but we were hoping to look at some of the older records before the dam was built. So this is about the dam. I say that because the only outsiders we get are coming to see the dam. No, no, we just want to see the old topographic maps for, uh, you know, like she said, sedentary layouts. Follow me. We moved a lot of the older records here before they flooded the town. They, uh, we always planned to do a separate wing for record keeping, but that never happened. So everything's stored in the basement. It's, I'm embarrassed to say, not the most organized part of the library. We keep it locked. Why? Here we go. <sighs> Move this stuff out of the way and there it is. The low-ceilinged room was filled with old books, damaged furniture, and leather-clad binders. It smelled musty and moldy, probably the worst place to store old paper records. Okay, where should we start? We can probably take it from here, if that's okay. I don't mind helping. It's okay, we don't want to bother you. Suit yourself. Just lock the door when you're done. Yara? Wait. Okay, she's gone. Why did you lie to her? Yeah, college credits? What was that all about? I don't know, she just... Something felt off about her. Seemed nice to me. Kind of reminded me of my mom. Mm, I don't know, I'm with Yara. She seemed a little... fake nice. Thanks. Damn. Damn, it's a ton of stuff here. Who wants to take that part of the room? There's definitely rats over there, so I'll do it. I'll start pulling these boxes down. Okay, I'll check these binders. We sifted through old newspapers, microfilm, and historical documents. It was like searching for a needle in a haystack, except not only did we not know if the needle would be there, we didn't even know what it looked like. Dad bought the house in 2003, right? I think so. We settled into a kind of rhythm, each of us focusing on a specific area, occasionally checking in with each other to monitor our progress. Uh, Here's a bunch of property taxes. That might work. It felt as if we were gaining momentum on a collision course with whatever massive truth was just over the horizon. Who doesn't pay taxes? I don't pay taxes. I could tell we were getting close, but to what? Hey, all these properties were bought by the same company. What were we really looking for? Massachusetts Consolidated Science Corp. Wait, what did you just say? Massachusetts Consolidated Science Corp. Why? That sounds really familiar to me. 
sounds generic, like it's made up. Uh, hang on, let me check on something real quick. Ah, okay. Massachusetts Consolidated is the real estate division of... Sunbridge Aerospace. I knew it sounded familiar. But why was the company your dad works for buying up all the property around here? Not just around here. Look at this map. Most of them are where the lake is. Flooded like the property owned by... Dad. Yeah. And look! This map has addresses. Yara, this one's your dad's. Rick, grab that map of the lake off the wall. Okay, put it over this one. Slide your cell phone light under it. Line up the highways. Okay. Oh, wow. That's it. That's where the house was. We can reach this spot off Route 8. Use the railroad bridge as a visual reference and... Have you found what you're looking for yet? Actually, we're still looking for a little more information about... I have to close soon. Could we have just a few more minutes? I think it's time for you three to leave. Told you I got a weird feeling from her. She might just be a grumpy old librarian. Hurry up. Keep moving and act normal. Why? Shh. What's wrong? Nothing. I just didn't want her to see this. You stole the map? Technically, it's public property, and last I checked, I'm public, so... I don't even know what this means. I mean, it means she's a badass. Thank you, Yara. You want to sit up front and help me navigate? Yeah. Where are we going now? I figured we'd check out the lake, right? Might as well. Now? It's getting kind of late. Come on, Rick. It'll be fun. I'll buy us a six-pack. Something tells me this will be anything but fun. We did our best to follow the map, searching for the spot on the lake where it seemed most likely my dad's house was submerged. Eventually, we found it. As the lake came into view, it struck me just how unnatural it looked. A vast body of water perched between two mountains. Somehow, the whole thing looked both simultaneously symmetrical but also uneven, like squiggly painted lines on a long straight road. It's hard to explain. There's a path down there. Anyone want a beer? There's the railroad bridge. And here is... Water. Okay. Something feels, I don't know, unnatural about this place. It is man-made. Person. Human. Man-made does sound best. Birds. Bird-made? No. Listen to the birds. What about them? They sound weird, right? Sounds like birds to me. But where are they? I don't see them. Yara? Hey, what are you doing? Don't get too close to the edge. I'm just looking. Hard to believe my dad's house is out there under all that water. As far as I can tell, it should be uh, over there, a little east of center. <sighs> it's hard to picture it. Here, this'll help. Guys. <laughs> Thanks. You know, besides the whole my dead dad may have murdered someone around here, 
This is pretty nice. Guys! I honestly can't remember the last time I went somewhere and just relaxed with my friends. Not that. Guys! What the hell is that? What? What? In the lake, there's something lifting? Looks like a big bubble. It's a wave. <laughs> Why would there be a wave? It's not a wave. Something to do with the way the down works? I, I, I can't look at it. It hurts my eyes. It's getting bigger. We should back up. Okay, okay, back up. Back up! Let's go. Let's go now. Shit, 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 shit! Faster! Go! What's happening? Yara, don't stop! Yara! Yo, Yara! Holy shit! It's... Passenger is written, produced, and directed by Andrew Urban and A.P. Boland. Mixed and edited by Michael McFarland and Charles Carter. Main cast includes... Lev Rodriguez-Shivers. B.K. Dawson. And... Seja Kilani. Supporting cast includes... Stacy Vest, Kirsten Anderson, and Kelsey Vahid. Theme and transition music provided by... Ray. The Passenger. A Pentheus Podcast Production.